Lieto, The Journey, a podcast like our Ngozi. Lieto, The Journey, The Journey. Welcome back. I hope you're well. And <laughs> I pray and hope this feels like a one-on-one conversation as real as possible. I still feel like you still don't know who I really am. But here we go. <laughs> this is for somebody who actually doesn't know who I am or hasn't met me. Well, I'm Gaunengosi and I'm a 25-year-old young girl, or rather young lady, who was born and bred in Mahigang. So now, this is an episode of how it all started, right? Um, The signs and the weird things that actually were happening in my life that would leave one asking questions to say, no man, this, this can't be, this can't be somebody's life you know especially at that young age that I was um so how it all started looking back everything now makes sense you know you know when some things happen and you're just looking back to say I those were actually the signs so growing up I was a very bubbly um yet a, a very bubbly soul yet I I really enjoyed my space more than anything and I was very curious because I asked a lot of questions and really wanted to know, you know, um, when I was told not to do certain things, why, what would happen and, and, and I, I was a very straightforward person, especially when I, I really didn't like something and I was one to actually express myself because I was very, I was a very outspoken person, Right. But un- unfortunately, um, you know, growing up, my parents actually separated when I was, when I was a pretty young, you know, little girl. Um, that's when they got a divorce, and I remember how coping was rather a challenge because I was I was so close to my dad, and that way I slipped right into depression. And now fast forward, I, I, this is like literally me making sure that you understand how, um, yeah, no, the journey actually was. So, um, fast forward, I enjoyed writing, but it was very, I was a very, I was a very insecure little person, right? And, you know, I, I, I literally wore many hats in, in terms of personality, you know? one would would think yeah no this one is a ball of energy and one moment um that's when i realized that you know it 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 broke me especially after having to realize that you know my dad wouldn't be living with us anymore and 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 so i think i was one to actually write about my feelings as much as i was very open I would not really talk about things that really bothered me. You know, I was one to bottle up things that really, you know, didn't sit well with me. So my mom was mostly away since she was still in initiation school where she was learning about her spiritual journey. 
and I remember how my dreams used to freak me out, especially ones where there was water and snakes involved and and you know especially when my mom was never around the time she'd come back you know i'd i'd it would be literally hectic you know it would be hectic and in most cases there were instances where i'd had to go with her and because there was no one to 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 like literally look after me and you know the whole shebang so it then um happened that um that's when i realized that my sixth cent was on some hectic level where i'd meet somebody and i'd just feel off you know when you just meet somebody and you're just like mm, something's just not on like this person didn't actually do anything but you just feel like no ways <laughs> bruv there's just something about you and that's just one characteristic that i had and still have that my mom was still trying to get to terms with especially my family because yeah you people just feel like ah just be nice you know you're just being weird and 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 that could sense if you are not well in a sense of feeling the same pain that you're going through you know if you have like body pains that also experience such so it was more like an empath um type of vibe but hey, never thought it could actually be that deep to in the sense that, you know, somebody needed to be helped in a spiritual way. Man, I dream of something and it would happen exactly like that. And, you know, there were instances where things would happen and it would feel like, ah, man, this has happened before, you know. It feels like a deja vu. But the irritating part was that I was very quick to snap and everyone felt like I'm still not dealing with my parents' separation and how I started changing, you know, and things were starting to be hectic on my side. I dream of places and spaces that I only actually some got to actually be and see in my old age, like recently, which would be another story for another episode so well i could tell i was different because of how i used to think and do things and when things felt off i learned and got to understand that they would be um something actually about to happen so the visions and dreams started getting real i started hearing voices being sick frequently and you know being misunderstood to a point that it started affecting my education and um you know it was it, it was very you wouldn't really understand what was going on because i remember around that phase where i started really being sick was when um you know you'd go to school and you fall sick but you come back home you're fine especially during school holidays you know I'd enjoy my holidays, you know, would would go over the place. It would be nice. But the moment I have to go back to school, like, things started just going off. And with these weird sicknesses, you know, I'd be diagnosed. Jiggy, jiggy, I have this. Jiggy, jiggy, I have bronchopneumonia. Jiggy, jiggy, I have that. And it would just be like, but what's going on? And you'd get so sick to a point where doctors would be like sometimes they can't even see what's wrong and 
Now, they can't even give you any type of medication because they feel like, but nothing is wrong with you. And now you're in pain. Now you seem like you're paranoid. And um, I'd be getting this constant dream about beats and being told that I have to go. And now the tricky part is the fact that, you know, um, we'd pray about it, um, do rituals, do whatever it is that we had to do in a traditional way. Because, um, you know, Zulu people and tradition, you know, they don't take that light. But we, we, we wouldn't really have direction on what needed to happen because you can't just go. You know, one thing with ancestors is that when you have a calling, you don't just pack and leave and be like, yeah, no, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. You know, you need to know exactly where you need to go um where your ancestors want you to go because exactly where they want you to go is exactly where you will get the full training that they want you to get to be whatever it is that they want you to be afterwards me saying this is that you can go to initiation school to be a traditional healer and come back and practice or you just need to just be like you know what i went through that process and it was just for me to go through that process and then i don't need to train anyone i don't need to heal I don't even need to um, practice. So it's very important to also understand where are you getting this gift from? Is it from your father's side? Is it from your mom's side? And who are you taking after? Because when you get to initiation school, they need to give you a name. Now, this is your ancestors giving you a name. This is who. And you need to know exactly from where is this person that you literally um going to be trained you know um i hope you really understand because yeah and then yes i we tried to communicate to the ancestors my mom was trying to say you know what she's still young can you just give her a bit of time and that's actually when things started to go south for me you know i started getting like panic attacks and these were very bad in a sense that in the house they knew that we were not allowed to play gospel music or anything that that is spiritual because the moment I hear it I'd just literally go off and I'd get those panic attacks I'd start getting short breath or I'd even just pass out and then I'd I started not sleeping you know to a sense that I'd literally stay up the whole night like the whole entire night and not even be tired, you know, and started seeing things when I'm with people, you know, I'd I'd sense weird vibes, you know, I'd 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 literally sit with somebody and get to know about them, like literally. And that was very weird. I started losing friends, you know. And the weird part about it is that before I start losing somebody, I'd have like a a dream about them and you know, you'd just be in denial to be like, ah, you know what, I, I like this certain individual, this person is my friend, and people that you actually thought would never leave your side. And then that's just when I knew that, yeah, no, things are literally getting out of hand. I started being involved in fights, you know, I was short-tempered, hearing noises at night, and, you know, things started just literally, just, yeah, no, even the dreams were hectic, you know, that's when I knew that, you know what, this feels like Jumanji, you know, it, 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 every level, it gets harder, it gets harder. And then 
I started prophesying, you know, and um, anxiety started skyrocketing, you know, things started happening. That was a phase of my life where I just felt like, yo, no, no, like, I, I, I'm not in control. My ancestors started asking for my attention through things that I loved. Like, I, I, I remember I used to play netball. And I was playing for the school team as well as the district team under 19 team. And I was 15 at that time. Yo, I I lived netball. I breathed netball, you know. Netball was literally my life at that point. So, um, with ancestors is that the moment they realize that you're not giving them attention as, as, as much as that there's a saying that says, if it's your calling, it will keep calling you. Like they literally make sure that you do not miss that sign. You know, they will literally, if it's your kids that you love the most, they'll make sure that something happens to one of your kids so that you feel the pain to say, man, we, we talking to you, you know? And then they made sure with netball, you know, I was, always hurt and i remember i was getting ready for um uh the provincial trials to be in the sa squad and man i i i remember i got hurt that time i tore my ligaments at that point because i was playing a game at school and then i i i I was told by this lady to to say you know um your ancestors are saying you 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 you're not going to make it to 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 the tournaments in fact you you, you're not supposed to go there because you might come back and you don't even have any use of your legs i was like ah what that's just a story man i'm not going to listen to that and yeah no (laughs) things were hard to a point that you know i i was really hurt but i pushed to go and yeah obviously things didn't turn out the way i thought they would and shoo yeah no yeah that 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 was just another part of my life where i realized that you know um i had to get ready you know i had to start getting ready for initiation school and man um it was not even a take it or leave it type of situation you know with ancestors, I, I, I hear a lot of people and they'd be like, no, you always have a choice, you know, and um, you, you these things are just demons. You just chase them away and then it's not that easy, you know, and like I said, if it's a calling, it will keep calling you like it will keep calling you, man, it will keep calling you. And then that's just when I knew that. um yeah it is it's it's late for me and i i i understood with the horrific dreams that i had you know it was it was bad it was literally bad cuz i remember also um i i love reading man you know and, and it started way back uh one afternoon i came back from school and i i had to go change my book cuz i i i was reading library books where after reading a book, you just return it to get another one. And then I realized that day, in fact, you know, when something just tells you, like your intuition just says, ah, just don't go to the library today. Something just says, ah, you'll just go there tomorrow. And I just kept saying, but I, I have more time. Let me just go pass by. I went. Got to the library and, you know, they'd always have these notices that they put on the door and I was reading the notice and then I had a bang on my, 
on the back of my head. I looked back and there was this guy. He kept literally attacking me and I ran. And I remember as I ran, he kept running up to me. And I was screaming, asking for help. Then the security guards came running and we were both take. You know, I was so confused because I was wondering, why would you literally attack me? What did I do? Such an old man, like what's happening? So we were taken to the house, um, to to the police station. We got to the police station and um, looking at this man, it 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 was found. We later found out that he he's one of um these psychiatric hospital patients, and apparently he's not okay. And then my mom came back, and then we went to see this old lady who's a medium, and then she told my mom that no. Um, all this happened because of ancestors. There was a spark in her that this man saw. And I was like, really? <laughs> really? You know, I, and then I went to hospital for a period of two weeks, I remember. Because, yeah, no, anxiety was crazy. You know, I was, I was literally jumpy because of that whole incident. And walking around town was a problem. Because I always felt like somebody walking behind me would attack me. So that's when we also realized that, you know what, no, this calling thing is serious, you know? And then, yeah, no, it was, it was serious. It was, it was really serious. And, um, just weeks after that, I remember I was visiting my cousin and we had this thing of visiting each other. Like every, every school holiday would choose to say, no, we're going to this one's house and we all go there, you know, and it would be like, oh, a nice We'd have fun, man, you know, as kids. And then as we were there, there was just one night when I was like, like now I'm talking about intuition and just feelings, you know. You you just have this gut feeling, you know, that something is just telling you. And then it happened that this one night, we were just sitting there by the TV room with my cousins. We were watching TV and then suddenly all of us just slept, you know. And then I woke up and I'm like when did we guys, like, when did we sleep, you know, and I started waking everyone up, and it was like, yo, we literally just, like, everybody just, like, <laughs> dozed off, I'd cool, so, something just said to me, pack your stuff, you know, I started packing my stuff, packing my bag, putting everything well together, and people are like, dude, why are you packing your stuff so late, and are you even leaving tomorrow, I'm like, nah, bruv, you know what, I just feel like I need to pack my stuff, you know, I just need to make sure that everything is just put together, yeah, no, I, I don't know, but something just says to me, just pack your stuff, and then only to find that later that night, we, there was a break-in in the house, you know, you know, you know, when you're so used to having these weird dreams, you're seeing things in your dreams, you, you're dreaming of things, man. It's always a movie, you know, that you, you, it's a series, there's a series of events in your dreams. So I hear a lot of screaming and there's like a lot of things, like a, a lot that's happening. Like, you know, this it's so rowdy and so we're sleeping and I wake up, I'm like, am I dreaming? I, I, I could literally still hear somebody screaming. And then I wake up again, I'm like, ah, but this is actually happening, you know? And then I got up from the bed and I walked. As I approached the passage, I see these men in khaki clothes and they're wearing face masks. And I'm like, man, <laughs> what's going on? And then one starts to point um 
a gun at me. Dude, <laughs> I literally saw my life flash in front of my eyes. And that, at that point, I'm thinking, I'm dying and I'm going to be raped. Because it was only girls that night. I remember we were, my aunt was sleeping in the other room and me and the girls were sleeping in the other room. And you know how nice it is. You know, it's just all of us and we're just having like, man, yay. Something just said, just turn around slowly. You know, I turned around slowly and I walked back into the room. I got into the bed and I started screaming my lungs out. Yo. Man, I remember how scared I was that day. And that's also just one incident just that made me realize that, you know, my ancestors are there. Even God is there, you know. And... Funny enough, I had packed all my things prior to all this happening and my cousins would leave their phones charged in the dining room or TV room, wherever. People's valuables were gone. My aunt's bag was gone, money gone. My stuff were nicely packed and not even tampered with, right? And now this leads me to my other incident. So it happened that we were visiting my grandmother in Zagani in... Yeah, I think it's the East, Joburg East, right? Yes, East Rand. So now, it was one time where our parents just felt like, nah, you, you guys want to come back home. You know when you're visiting for a very long time, you just feel like, I know it's child, you know what, I just want to go back home. So my mom was like, now nah, you're going to come back on your own. And we were just instructed that you're going to go into this taxi from this taxi, you're going to go in this bus and then you come home and then we'll go fetch you. Okay, cool. So that day, just that day, you know, I woke up with a very weird dream and, you know, there were beads involved. I was, I was dreaming. I had so many beads on my hands and, you know, the way I was so insecure about the beads in the dream, I kept pulling my, 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 I remember I was wearing a very pink, I was wearing a pink jacket that I really used to love. And, um, in this dream, I was so insecure. I tried hiding these beads for so long. Like I kept pulling this jacket to hide the beads, but it kept ripping off and literally uncovering the beads so that they could show. And, this could also tell about how unready I was about this whole journey and how still skeptical I was and how I was still in denial of me having this gift and having to actually acknowledge the fact that, you know what, I'm called and I have to answer. I woke up that day and I told my cousin, you know what, dude, I think we really need to change the day of going back home. Today just doesn't feel like that day. And she was just like, nah, bruv, you started again. You and your weird feelings and, and, and. I'm like, okay, cool. Since we have an afternoon bus ride back home, let's just not, let me just take a nap. Maybe it's just me feeling off or just under the weather and then everything will just go back to normal. I right, cool. Man, I sleep. And then I wake up and I tell her still that, man, Today is just not the day. She's just like, nah, bruv, you know what? We're not going to listen. Okay, first things first, on the menu going home, we got lost. 
getting lost. The taxi driver was just on a ride with us. And initially he took us where we needed to go and was like, next time you guys need to be very safe. You need to be very careful because, um, yeah, no, next time you might not be lucky and find somebody who would literally just have a heart to actually take you to where you're supposed to go and help you. This was Joburg. Man, now we are two little girls coming from Mahikeng with big bags. We are lost. First of all, we have to go to Park Station. Anyways, we find ourselves in Park Station by the grace of God and ancestors. And by the way, guys, we do not pray to ancestors. We acknowledge ancestors. You know, people have this whole mentality of people praying to ancestors. Here you guys are preaching to, you literally um, praying to gods and which is not supposed to happen. And, and anyways, moving right along. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. Now we're moving. Hey, no. Then we get into the bus. And I tell my cousin, you know what, dude? I'm not feeling well about us putting our baggy, like our luggages down there. Let's just go up with our bags. My cousin was like, nah, bruv. It's been you the whole time. We're going to put our luggages here and go up so that we sit comfortably. Like literally. I know, chilled. First thing. We are not even halfway through the journey. She loses her phone. How? We do not know. Then, as we, 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 we get um, to, to a garage and we are literally allowed to... Me and saying literally, guys. <laughs> ah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yo, I guys, I'm really not used to literally talking for so long without not playing music in between. <laughs> And everything being scripted, like, you know, everything is just in the little notes so that I remember what I wanted to cover. But anyways, we are moving, right? Yes. And then when we got to the pit stop or whatever it is, we were stopping for refreshments. There was one guy who stood up and I looked at this person and I tell my cousin, you know what, this guy, I have a very strong feeling that this guy knows where your phone is. My cousin is like, How? This guy is sitting way in front. How would he even take the phone? I'm like, dude, I don't know. But there's just something telling me that that guy has your phone. And my cousin's like, ah, bruv, just let it go. And then I'm like to her, you know what? The moment this guy, we tried calling the phone and then the phone was off. And I'm like, the moment this guy gets off the bus, we will try calling your phone and you will see it will ring. Fast forward, the guy gets off the phone, the bus, and then we call the number. It starts ringing. And she's like, ah, man, that's just a coincidence. It's just by luck. You know what? You know what? And I was like, ah, okay, cool. We move. It's fine. And then halfway, there's, there's a place called um, Ito Seng. Um, it's, it's a town before we actually get to Mahikeng. And I'm like to her, this bus has been standing here for a while. And you know, somebody is actually opening our bags down there. She's like, ah, dog, not you again. Not you again. Yikes. I'd also be tired of myself. But, you know, as these things kept happening and coming to my mind, you know, it was just saying, talk, talk, talk. And then I told her that, you know, somebody's literally just opening our bags and taking our stuff down there. 
she's like nah bruv just relax you know what relax i know rest rest chief rest we get to mahikeng we get down get to our bags and then to find that her luggage was opened and people literally took some of her valuables and my bag was literally standing there nicely waiting for me that's when she was like you know what from now on i am going to listen to you because babes no man this is deep you know what this is a deep so yeah that's just one of the signs where your intuition is just strong you get dreams and visions and these things happen and then in most cases you you'd realize that something is happening and you feel like ah but this has happened before and you know exactly what's going to happen next because it feels like you've seen it before now you know that yeah no that's just one of the things to actually yeah no think about but i'm also not saying every time we get things like deja vu's now you you should start feeling like no now i have a calling and 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 so yeah man you know that's just when started like that's just when things started to literally um go south even deeper south for me um yeah that's 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 just when i knew that you yeah no and as we then prayed for clarity and did all these rituals we had to do for ancestors to communicate something kept telling me everything had to start at home you know um but my mom couldn't understand how at that point i'm very sick my school attendance is on some low battery level depression feeling sorry for myself why me what's going on can't i be just a normal kid and yeah no it was rough for everyone and um it started getting even worse to a point where a lot of people thought i was losing my mind um because of the things that i was told what's you know bruv you started acting like this what's wrong with you people asking me what's going on you know i'd start running away you know when we in church i'd start seeing things and i'd start running and yeah no things started being hectic you know and people would feel like i know this one has demons and yeah some people felt like ah this one has weird demons you know because Sometimes when you don't really understand something, you you tend to actually familiarize it with something that you've seen and that is something that was very weird and demonic because, you know, understanding ancestors and the journey is is, is different. And yeah, uh, till date, I'm actually now grateful that, um, especially living in the world that we're living in today, that... You know, you're always on, not always, it's not like now I can see everything and I'm God's favorite child because, because, but having the third eye to actually sense when things are not okay and seeing things before they happen, you know, but it's not always nice because, um, also, especially with certain individuals, you know, there are people that you really like and want to have in your life for a long time and you get certain vibes about them or you get to actually dream about them and understanding that your journey is actually not going to be as long as you guys thought would be or you thought would be and it's another thing you know you have another thing coming 
So now um it happened that yeah we had to go through the process you know Pasha is where we actually communicate with the ancestors we use in people you know we light it and we talk to them do a little traditional beer for them to drink and then we ask them for clarity and where should I go and how things need to be done so that's when I knew where I had to go you know and yeah I started at home and um I finished my ugutwasa like the whole process in Mpumalanga I took a process like it took it was a process of eight months that's when I graduated and man I thought that was over <laughs> but anyways yes a lot had improved especially my health you know things started I started to see the light at the end of the tunnel and yeah I started feeling like myself I was able to finish at school. Um yeah, you know, things started feeling normal again and yeah, and that's just also when the door of being a prophetess started and no man, I felt like I was dying at this point. It was just too much to take in because I mean, I was still trying to come to terms with the Sangoma part now this. And now I had to take after my grandmother who left me with the gift of being a prophetess and that also is a story for another episode and yeah no that's just when I started being sent on quests places to obtain certain things I needed to do this and yeah it was draining but this brings us to the end of today's episode to be continued yes <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I feel like I've been talking, you know, I've been talking. But closing it off, you know, ever since I've started this podcast, I've went through all the emotions, man. And um, the response, the love and support is really overwhelming. And um, yeah, I, I hope you go through this journey with me. And as much as it's not going to be perfect, as much as maybe some people had high hopes or oh, this is how we wanted to to actually pan out or, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a learning journey for me as, as well as um, podcasts and how things should be done and how things are done. But also, um, I did, I, I really did not expect um, the support and Yo, I think I was ready to actually be misunderstood and stoned and dragged more than anything. But clearly, most of us understand and are actually curious to know more while preparing for episodes. You know, um, I've I've actually met amazing souls, which <laughs> which I'll cover in the coming episodes of also like, you know, the whole journey of life after initiation and how um we actually never stop learning how when you're actually spiritually gifted you meet all kinds of people who need your help in any way possible and how you attract broken people as well as why um a lot of people who are called spiritually are mostly uh who are mostly depressed you know it's it's one thing that I've realized that a lot of people who I know that are called and who have a calling of some sort uh, experience a, a, 
depression and anxiety more than anything. And I also talk about my journey um, of depression and anxiety and how I, over- I, I, I actually managed to overcome that. And man, I received a, beautif- a, a very beautiful message from a friend of mine that I met while I was in Turkey. And it reads, uh, I hope this journey both on and off social media gives you a sense of direction and leads you to where you need to go. I'm happy you're embracing it because the hardest part is actually accepting it. Hi, Ade, Kamagu. Now, this is from Salsa, you know. Man, um, I love this message because it talks about embracing who I am and accepting um, the journey and me being called and me acknowledging that, you know, I'm carrying my ancestors, you know. And it's, it's, it's very deep because thinking about it actually touched me mainly because sometimes the people we actually think would judge and who wouldn't really understand because, you know, I hit this from a lot of people that came into my life and it was very difficult whereby I also cut myself down to size for people to accommodate me. Um, which was something that I really struggled for for a very long time because of how judgmental people are. And like I said, how people have perceived this whole Sangoma thing and being a traditional healer as always being on the bad side of life. And I've come to understand that, you know, as much as you are shying away from something that you're gifted with, it would also shy away when it needs to pull through for you. And that's how I've come to accept and acknowledge who I am and be able to say, you know what, if these people aren't for me, then I guess there are people who would really understand and support me and love me for who I am. And I, I, I respect the fact that we come from different backgrounds and we are exposed to different believes and we believe in different things i'm not even imposing what i believe in on anyone you know but i think this should be something that would also teach people that it's 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 not about you having a choice always you know it's not always about you saying you have a choice to actually say no and and it's it's a different journey for everyone and kudos to you if you were able to actually have a choice you know some of us didn't it was a matter of life and death and yeah no it was hectic and I still respect my ancestors um and the challenge now is also not oversharing and allowing them to guide me and knowing what to talk about what to share and what not to and still respect who I am and other people who actually also went through the whole process but I'm grateful to everyone as well as my mentor who's been nothing but amazing. And a friend of mine who also has a podcast, Umulemo Matebe, for pushing me to actually share my story. So man, thank you for coming <laughs> this far and having to actually listen to also this episode. And I hope me explaining the journey, if you are experiencing something similar or you've been shy about it and you've been feeling different and off, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, we are called for different things on this earth and I really pray that everyone finds their purpose and what they're about 
and they get to actually acknowledge and embody that fully and man yes live this life to the fullest and yeah man see you in the next episode